okay, sweet. Kiss. <laughs> it's cold outside. Come in when it's warm. We've got a bunch of crazy guys in here. <laughs> ah, welcome uh, to the Bone Stone podcast. Welcome, Bone Stoners, Stone Boners, and Internet Pedophiles. <laughs> this is a Hearthstone podcast for people who play the internet card game Hearthstone, hosted by. Three Hearthstone mediocrities and one Hearthstone legend. My name is Andy Bullduck. Uh, I'm one of the hosts. To my immediate left is... Bill Stern. Uh, to my immediate left... Melkarok, Breaker of Worlds. <laughs> uh, Case Blackwell. Legend winner. And coming to us across the internet once again from New York. Hey, what's up? It's Tim. Sick. That was actually a pretty solid intro. Wow, we did it. Set the bar high for ourselves. That has been the Bonestone Podcast. Yeah, we're 200% better than our initial podcast. Which was 5,000 times better than any other Hearthstone podcast. Value Town, you're called out once again. I'm going to kill you. Value Town, we're like Penny Town. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah, Bad Value Town. Ooh. Value Town, more like... uh, Trump? More like Trump. <laughs> Scamazed. You're gonna get scammed in Value Town. You think we don't know the names of other things? We do. <laughs> so it's been a big week in Hearthstone world. But it kind of has. Most weeks in Hearthstone land are just Pain. you get yeah. your daily quests. Yeah, or and you get emoted by some kid and yeah, <laughs> it's, think about uninstalling. It's just an exercise in frustration. But sometimes there's that shining northern star of change. There were. Big changes, nerfs-wise, and also big rank play changes. We're going to talk about both of those things. Where do you guys want to start? Kick it off with the nerfs here? Guys, people need to know our hot take on the nerfs. The nerfs. Right, let's talk about these nerfs. They're salivating. Okay. I want to know. Can I just... It's still playable at 8 mana? Can I, do, um, can I do my joke? Yeah, do your joke. I'm in play. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. I, I have one too. Wait, I got one too. Mine was going to be, I'm in effective. Oh, that's fucking good. Wow. Damn. And again, for our one listener that doesn't play Hearthstone, doesn't know what we're talking about, we're talking this about is in relation to the patches nerf, the which patches we can nerf. tell you right now. Wow, this is crazy. So these, these um, nerfs, some of them seem to affect the game in like a big way going forward. Whereas there's also that one uh, nerf, the patches nerf, which is coming hilariously late. Yeah, insultingly, cruelly late after a year and a half of just misery. Why the fuck are they doing it? Why did they nerf patches now? Why even bother? My theory is they probably have some analytics in relation to how good aggro decks are and that they're worried the balance of the game would be too thrown off if aggro decks got too heavy of a hit too early in the cycle. They also might be introducing some new cards in the next like expansion that maybe... Well, no, because Patches is rotating out. So it won't affect Standard. Wait, he's rotating out in the spring? Yeah. Oh, That's dang. the thing. It's like he's been around... Every, it was like the number one card I think that people complained about, right, was Patches. <laughs> and then they let it go for... <laughs> Almost all of its life cycle. It's like catching like a rapist the year before he dies. Oh my God. <laughs> the Bill Cosby effect. Basically, yeah, it's the Bill Cosby effect. Like you didn't wow. actually, except for like future. You I'm know, in charge. I can't do a Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh, I'm in charge. <laughs> That's really good. 
<laughs> Pudding Theo do you think, Lavenchar. Do you think he'll do a new sound effect for him coming in now that he's not charging? Now that he's not charging, that right? Oh, that's right. I, I really ch- hope. I wonder if they'll change the animation from like exploding out of a cannon to like sort of dribbling out of a limp <laughs> penis or something. <laughs> Just a tiny little dick slithers out of your deck and then squirts out of patches. He kind of he kind of peeks out of the side of your deck and kind of just waddles over. They make him fat. Well, <laughs> I guess in case anybody doesn't know that nerf of patches is now he doesn't have charge. He still pops out of your deck when you play a pirate, but now he just sits there sadly. Which I don't think he's that. I don't think it's terrible. I don't think he's awful now. Still, quote unquote. But wasn't like that. Like the 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 patches was like. The thing that was in like so many decks was like it was like in every kind of aggro thing you would play. Yes, right? well the charge was crazy because yeah. you could ping off a one two or yeah two one or just anything with one health or you know it just gave you favorable trades because it gave you initiative. But back in the day, like a zombie cha was a crazy card. That was a two three. Mm-hmm. A blood cell corsair is still a two three if you play it and patches pops out of your deck to spread over two bodies. So I don't think it's. I think honestly, if this happened like six months ago, people would still play it. Because it would just, like, everyone stopped playing it for two weeks, and then it would slowly filter back in, and people would realize, oh, it's still pretty good value. So it'd, just be, it'd still be frustrating, because it'd still be it's the card that you draw It's still pretty good, but is it good enough to mm-hmm. justify now patches, the patches in your opening hand uh, is, like, the worst, like, opening hand in Hearthstone, yeah. right? So you have to, you know, say, how many games is that going to happen, where I basically will have a vanilla 1-1? I think it's... Wisp. I think it still would be because Wait, so often you play patches on turn one, like actual turn one. You go first, patches comes out of your deck, and then you just hit the face, and that one point of damage is pretty irrelevant. So, like, I don't yeah. know. I think it's still a good enough high roll card that it will probably still see play right before the the rotation happens. Once people are like, okay, never mind, it's fine. Man, it's hey, just wait, less broken. Is there a vanilla one mana one one? Uh, no. Uh, so actually, boar would be better to have. In your hand with charge, yes. charge. <laughs> it does have charge. It's just basically if you were playing a deck with a, a significant number of pirates, that occasionally, yeah, you'll high roll and you'll get, uh, you know, or well, not occasionally, but you will sometimes that will be useful. It will get an extra one one body mm-hmm. out there, and yeah. it's still pretty good with Kalisef. Like a two two without charge popping out of your deck is obviously not as good as one with charge, but it's yeah. not terrible. It changes the calculus on a number of things, though, because, like, for example, just for example, Shaman, right? Um, having the, um, uh, what's the totem that gives you plus two attack? Uh, flame Tongue. Flame Tongue totem, right? Mm-hmm. Playing the pat- uh, patches next to a Flame Tongue. Why is it called Flame Tongue totem? I have no fucking idea. Why a tongue? I also don't <laughs> fully understand what the totems are even supposed to represent in the game. You know what I mean? What's a totem? Like, a I mean, totem is just like a like a totem pole. Like how? this guy's just slamming totem poles in the ground, and they have magical imbued with magical. No, a, a totem pole would be like a stack of totems, right? A totem, <laughs> a totem. Oh, you know. this is one of the rungs it's just of the pole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it, it's like it, it represents something. It's sort of like a voodoo thing, right? Okay. Uh, I think it's like a Native American thing, right? Like they erected totems. Totally off. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is Hearthstone's racism, not ours. <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> Our complete lack of cultural awareness is completely Hearthstone's fault. There's also, it's similar to a cairn. <laughs> which uh, which helps you not get lost five. on, like, uh, uh, hikes. Yes, and exactly. It's also a 4-5 with 
death rattle. Yeah. Summon a Apparently in the lore, the lore, Karen's, like, son. Uh-oh, it's a lore segment. Lore segment. Yeah, it's, so anyway, Karen gets murdered by some bad guy orc. And then his son pops, pops out and is like, I'm going to avenge him. But in the card, I was always like, why is there, like, another cow monster living in this cow monster that pops up when it dies? Oh, that's what the idea is behind Karen Bloodhoof? Yeah, like, his son pops up to avenge his death when he dies. His son was living inside of him and he rips out <laughs> of his corpse. But no, that's how it seems if you don't know the story of, our, of like, Warcraft. It's like, why is there just another cow living in this cow that pops up when the cow dies? Man, I've got to say, this is the thing, I don't know if you guys have had this, where... You misread visually the artwork. Oh, yes. yes. And I yes. misread whatever those fucking cow things are, the, the taurins, mm-hmm. are all the time because their hair is those braids. And I have looked at those things and, like, every once in a while I'll have this with a Hearthstone card where then I will, like, be playing it on a bigger screen. Usually mm-hmm. it's on my phone. Play it on a bigger screen and I see holy shit, oh, that's what its eyes are? And I thought its hair was its eyes yeah. for the longest time, and it's like, oh, that's a totally different image. Did you guys see that? There's this thing about, like, Cavern... Sh- I think it's Cavern Shiny Finder. Mm-hmm. You should look up the picture of it, because there was some thread on Reddit about it. It's pretty funny. He's just holding, like, a scythe that breaks off into, like, six more scythe blades. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense what he's holding. He's just holding this stick that has, like, Six knives just sort of haphazardly jutting out in all directions. Okay, yeah, I don't know. I'm checking it out. Does it look cool? No, it doesn't. It makes you can't tell what you're looking at. Wait, so what the like... hell? <laughs> <laughs> Shit! All right, I'm gonna look it up. He's got a candle on his head, and then he's got what the cavern fuck shiny finder? Is that? Yeah, somebody brought it up. It's like, what is this supposed to be? It's like a twisting. Nether. What? It's a twisting nether, and, and I accidentally googled twisting nether. Oh. That's oh, like it's like a oh. weird Swiss army knife bullshit? It's like the Darth Maul lightsaber times a million. Maybe, I guess the idea is like his stick has a million weapons on it, so that's why he finds weapons, maybe? Right. I don't know. Is it, I'm, I'm just wondering, like, is it like a weapon assembling out of thin air? I think it's like those 90s comics where they put like a thousand belts things on every superhero. So oh, yeah, like, yeah. Like, way overboard. Well, Blizzard, Spawn. regardless, this illustration gives us two out of five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Not one of the sexy ones. Three-four totem that used to be in the game. What was it called? Oh, um, yeah. The two-mana... The two-mana two overload uh, totem golem. That yes. picture is confusing as hell to me, too. I could never tell where its face was. I always thought it was just had, like, a weird, horrible egg head. Uh-huh. I realized it has, like, a little face... <laughs> At the base of its egg head, and then like a big bone sheath kind of thing above it. Okay, I'm gonna be on the lookout this this month uh, for weird artwork because there are a bunch that confuse me for the longest time because I play on my phone a lot too. Well, yeah. even bone like okay, so back to the nerves. Yeah, back to the nerves. Bone mare is our next one, which also has kind of a funny picture in that I've never realized he has glowing hooves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought those were his eyes. The first time I saw it. I gotta say, Bone Mare is one of my favorite cards in the game. I don't know why. It's it's just like liking something like a... 
I have a weird affinity for Swiss Army knives. Any Swiss Army knife just sort of pleases me to me see too. it. I'm just like, wow, there's so much interesting you things packed into that. I can stab someone in three different ways. Right. Or and so a bone marrow just represents all of this possibility. Like, oh my God, if I get a good bone marrow off on this guy, <laughs> I'm going to wreck his ass. Well, you always will. It always wrecks you. <laughs> also, I don't mind bone marrow either. I never thought, like, I just don't think a seven mana card is usually as damaging to the game as like a busted ass you sure. know one to four mana card sure. uh-huh so i never minded it that much either but i also don't think it's that bad that it's gonna it's work. a pretty i mean this seems to me like not that big a deal i'm trying to i don't know the math that well but one mana that's what they increase it they made the, that's the only change made to the card is it went from seven mana to eight mana i think it's probably still playable but it's a huge deal because there's not other seven mana cards that are nearly anywhere near equivalent in power Oh. Yeah, and I have a computer science degree, so I'll explain the math to Andy. <laughs> it, it's it's plus one. That's a, a, a plus of one. Okay. So you're saying it's basically there's a seven mana slot that now that's out of that other cards are going to have to fill. Yes. That this just simply won't be used in that well, same it, even way? Well, it is used as an eight drop, Sam, like Tempo Road still. Like it's uh-huh. still a pretty good eight drop. Uh, eight mana, nine nine with charge stats essentially on it. Um, yeah. That's that's good, but it's it, they no longer have a spot at seven that's nearly as strong because all of those decks are about hitting your curve. Like the best thing you could have in a tempo rogue deck is you hit your one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, mm-hmm. and then potentially eight if you um, uh, wish game. But yeah. in arena, it's, it's a, a monster. Yeah, in arena, still, I think still, it's still a monster, good. right? Yeah, for arena, that's yeah. pretty, pretty much still a monster. Yeah. Or I guess you can think of it this way, like, a lot of times you'll play Bone Mare at 8 because you didn't have the board set up right on yeah. 7, and it never feels bad anyway. You're still like, get fucked, Bone <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. You're still like, oh shit, 4 damage to your fucking shit minion? We but I mean, it's a huge it's a huge power decrease, 1 mana. It's, it's yeah. crazy how much increasing that number by 1. It's bigger when you turn, like, a 1-drop into a 2-drop, right. obviously, because then you're doubling the cost, but right. this is still, like, a pretty big move. Is there anywhere where you think that doesn't matter significantly? Like, I wonder, like, the like the difference between a 9-drop and a 10-drop, basically, is does, does that matter that much? Not, well, I think that's one of the mana costs that's the least big of a change, because there's not a lot you can do with a 1-mana late game anyway. Yeah. But the difference between an 8-drop and a 9-drop is huge. Huge. Because your hero power. And just there's a lot of utility to cards. Like you could play an eight mana. Say if Alex Straza cost eight, it'd be crazy. Mm -hmm. There's things you could do with a two mana to really fuck people over, like Alex Straza and Frostbolt. But at nine, you can't do that. You can't can't do much of that either. Yeah. Or like Alex Straza Shatter. Yeah. Oh damn. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, my brain was racing. I was like, what's the lamest mage spell for two mana? Did you guys know that there is one shatter in every Kabbalist tome? <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you also know that this what? may be specific to my account, but if you mulligan something, uh, you will draw it as your first draw. <laughs> uh, I think that's it might be specific to my account, but I, I've been playing a lot. You know, last podcast I hadn't played in a while. Yeah, I've been playing a lot now. And that does seem to happen in 95% of my games. (laughs) Yeah, I I usually mulligan a card and then um, draw both of the copies of of that card. (laughs) More than than you drafted. (laughs) I actually hadn't played with Patch as much because I'm such a fucking cool hipster player and I only play the sweetest, most fair decks in the game. Um, Um, But I've been trying to get gold. Raza scum. 
Yeah, dude, all I play is Pirate Warrior still. I play Pirate Warrior now that it's not cool. But um, I've been trying to get Golden Rogue, so I've been playing a lot of Rogue. Um, and Patches is truly a very... It's just a frustrating card to play against and to play yourself, because all you're doing is going, like, don't fucking draw Patches. And then when you do, it's just like, well, this is over. Even if it's not over, it's just that feeling of, like, well, I'm fucked. Right, having bad luck early yeah. just takes yeah. the... It's like every, they can't get over, I guess it's just, they want it in the game, because Knife Juggler used to be that, back when, so I don't know, this might be before you guys played, but Knife Juggler used to be a 3-2, and when it was a 3-2, it was played in so many decks. Oh, I remember, I, I only am aware wow. of this because I've watched Crips videos about, mm-hmm. like, how bullshit cars that they've nerfed. Or it was a good nerf, but, like, so much of the early game was just decided by the 50-50s on a Knife Juggler, and they got a mini near their face. Mm-hmm. And, like, if that early Knife Juggler hit, you won, you know. Your win chance went up by 20%. That's kind of how patches is. It's like, you know, it's just that high roll thing of like, does this one mana fucking ping card come out of your deck or does it not? Mm-hmm. And it like just makes such an impact on like your turn eight play. It's very wow. frustrating. And that is some legendary analysis. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll insert like a little sound effect whenever we get legendary analysis. Okay. The end is coming! Either headshot or it'll be, we're gonna be rich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, what's the worst attack noise in Hearthstone when a minion attacks? Not to get oh, us completely off topic. It's this. Is that charging the that board? That was dead. <laughs> I think that's the one one board that the yeah. That's that's not even when you attack. That's when you grab it to attack. <laughs> what is the best? The, yeah, the one right. my favorite minion for talking is Babbling Book. Oh yeah. Um, what does he say when he? It sounds like a crack out. It's like you want to cast a spell. I want to cast a spell. Yeah, that's what that shit is. And then because I love him because of how I think his death is so funny. The end. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Well, I have fun. a couple. Of the favorites. end. <laughs> I love. The the weasel, the the like the skeezy little laugh. Totally weasel. Oh yeah, weasel Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the one card in the game worth crafting golden because he winks when he's golden. It's, so, it's just so satisfying to see them play their. You know, no, like, I love game. watching rain behind every card. That's <laughs> that's the reason to get golden. Now, weasel tunneler is the new patches. Prove me wrong. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Hell yeah. Prove, prove you wrong. I can't. It's true. Oh, that would have been a nice way just to make people miserable is to change patches from charge to when he dies, shuffle him into your opponent's <laughs> <laughs> I'm in your deck now. <laughs> that actually might have been a, an interesting change. Yeah. I don't know. Um, okay, but then the other one is there's like, who is it? Is it Reno? Uh, who is it? That We're going to be rich? No, We're going to be rich. There's somebody when he dies, he's like, <laughs> I think that is Reno. Reno does have a funny death I one. Love it. <laughs> you know what I kind of hate, but it is stuck in my head. The end is coming. Yeah. And then when it, when you it smash happens. it, it goes. I knew it. Yeah, I do like I knew it. Yeah, Doomsayer. Doomsayer. I also appreciate how fucked up the things the what the Lord, whatever old gods say are when they come out. Like bow down. 
Oh, it's like pretty extreme for our <laughs> That's an area of lore that we should explore one of these days. Oh, it's a lore segment. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. There'll be a side effect for that too. <laughs> Tim did guitar before. Uh, because that's a weird thing for a fantasy game to have in it. It's just that, oh yeah, and like the cosmology of our universe is Lovecraft. Yes. Just on top of dwarves. Also, we have Lovecraftian gods. I mean, that's Blizzard's mo. There, all their all their like storylines in their games are just crazy hodgepodges of like whatever genre they're in. Like, if they're doing Starcraft, it's every sci-fi thing thrown in. If they're doing fantasy, it's like that's every true. Fantasy but you know what? In. It's so fucked up because I feel like Magic. I mean, Magic: The Gathering and Hearthstone are they're they keep designing the cards like based on the others. Like uh, Eldrazi was before. The Hearthstone old gods and Eldrazi was like exactly that, but not mm. even Lovecraft, like sort of Lovecraft, but more like, oh shit, there's just like this, I don't know, Emrakul is like this weird triangle, um, you know. I think the story stuff in Magic is way more confusing, but has much cooler elements sparkle like speckled in. The, yeah, uh, the artwork is cooler somehow, more like. Intense. Yeah, or there's way more fucked up stuff going on. In yeah, exactly. Magic is weird as hell. Like the lore of magic about it being about like two wizard bros who just had a argument. It's just like there's a bunch of it's just weird. a bunch of people that are kind of randomly lottery style born as gods that can transit between different dimensions and just obtain impossible amounts of power. Wait, hold the, on. It's like. Two wizard bros? It's like Urza and somebody yeah, else. Yeah, Urza and Mithra. Yeah. And they like go to all these fucked up zombie planets and like start stitching people together. They open up <laughs> portals between these worlds and they have all these battles. And like you'll see in like the little text at the bottom, it'll be like, Mithra's armies were too powerful for the Zinthren to withstand. And you're like, you get like a little bit of flavor text. You're like, what the fuck was this all about? I, You know. This is when you go to Wikipedia and you're like, what the shit is this always? <laughs> I do think any fantasy story taken too far, though, just becomes Lovecraft. It's just someone, like, yeah. pulled up in a ball being like, oh, no, I can't comprehend this. <laughs> yeah. And I like, uh, I mean, like, Hearthstone is fine, but it is sort of more cartoony. Um, and I like sort of, like, the vague darkness implied by a lot of, like, the magic cards. Yeah. Uh, in terms of just style, it sort of, like, suggests that there is sort of this infinite yeah. planes. Whereas, like, Hearthstone is a little bit closer and warmer. It's like, you know, Tyrion. <laughs> or whatever the fuck. You know. Oh, yeah. Your old, your old pal, Jane. Yeah. You know. Yeah. She's it's in, it's a little bit warmer and more intimate and based around these like familiar mm. characters who are your heroes. Yeah. Um where at I like the stuff that Cthulhu says. You know? <laughs> well yeah, he's like die screaming. Yeah. <laughs> he's also yeah. says your minions will betray you. But that is just not true. <laughs> well, your minions uh, absent a priest spell. Unless you're playing treachery. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Well Actually by Case. Do you require my assistance? <laughs> Before we get back to the nurse, okay. Yeah, uh, someone did play, I was playing the other day and someone played Fellhound, or not Fellhound, whatever the three sixes that makes you discard cards. 
Oh, it, well, yes. someone ran, was running this in their deck. They played that, then they played Treachery, and then they played Spreading Madness, and I discarded my entire hand. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. So how I've seen some say... Defile setups with that, but not uh, Spreading Madness. Wait, say it again? So they play the 3-6 that whenever it gets hit makes you discard a card. Yeah. Uh, which I think costs, it's either 3 or 4, but nobody plays it, so I can't remember. I think it's three, and then they played Treachery, which also costs three, and then they played Spreading Madness. What so is they Treachery? Did it on, I don't know this card. It gives, does, yeah. yeah, it gives your card, it gives a card on your side of the board to, you know, So you take sort of a card that has a really negative effect, like Whoa, that one does, and force card. it into your opponent. But it's like, that just seems to me, it, it's such a cool idea that is so marginal, sure. so at yeah. the outside of things, that That's I wish fun. those kinds of things were more mainstream. Like, I wish that treachery was a more commonly played card. Yeah, it was yeah. cool, but I still, I still won that game. <laughs> <laughs> the guy pulled off the combo that his whole deck was set up. <laughs> yeah. He was like, he was like, ha ha! I burned three cards to burn three of your cards. <laughs> then you fireball, fireball, frost. I burned three cards and gave you an extra turn in order to burn three of your cards. <laughs> Back to the regular nerves. Okay, corridor creeper. Okay, so they took corridor creeper Seven. from being a five-five to a two-five. They reduced its a attack two, by five. three. Yeah, a two-five. It's <laughs> but the rest of its text is still the same. It still costs one less every time a minute. So it seems to me. All right, this is like before case. You tell us what the truth is. <laughs> I'm gonna posit what I yes. think about this. <laughs> yeah. So it seems hilarious to me because who cares that much about a 2-5 to actually make space for it in your deck? But I was then still like, oh, but a 0-mana 2-5? Is that good enough? So it seemed to me like, yes, in aggro decks, I could still think this would be in there. Is that true? But, you know, is a two, does a 2-5 matter enough? I was just like, a 0-mana 2-5? Why not? Honestly, I'm honestly, not sure. Yeah, I was. I was just gonna say, like, when I looked at that, I was like, "Eh, I'm gonna let the pros figure out if this is in every deck still." I don't think it'll be in every deck, but I don't know. It is still a free two five. That's still whatever seven stats for free, potentially on turn three, which is a pretty big deal in an aggro matchup. Or maybe it's just that it's a big deal in an aggro mirror, but that's probably not going to be that common currently. Mm-hmm. So. Or maybe it's just too shitty. If it had taunt, I think it would see play. Or maybe like, you know, it might still be good, but just less of like a fucking colossal swing. Right. Yeah, I think it's like now it's it's not that it's bad, it's just like is it broken enough to be played with decks that are right. unbroken cards? Because it was the card that people joked about being put into every deck. Yeah, oh because God. before it was in like I, if it was a seven mana four four, I think it'd probably still be played. You know, I think it might be like, if it was a 7-mana 3-5, it would probably be played because it still trades with almost all 1-drops. Mm-hmm. But now there's 1-drops it doesn't even trade with. Like oh, yeah. Cleric. It no longer kills a Cleric. Uh-huh. Right. Oh, or uh, that mole thing. Mm-hmm. The 1-3 <laughs> mole beast. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> what uh, aggro decks are there right now? There's that aggro druid deck, right? Yeah. Paladin, aggro druid. I think last time I said Paladin was the best aggro class, but in the World Championships, people were only playing aggro druids, so who knows. So, like, Rogue is a little aggro It's more tempo, but it's kind of got aggro elements. There's kind of a Zulok still. Yeah, Zulok. Demon, like a demon-y. Well, then this, I don't know, this really is a huge blow to aggro, then, I feel. Yeah. I mean, because although it might still be playable, 
the, uh, those aggro decks mm. don't seem to be played very much, at least what I've been playing. On it's aggro. weird because it's like a huge <laughs> blow to aggro, but it's also a balance change for aggro because so many aggro mirrors were decided by who had two quarter creepers. Oh, mm-hmm. Whereas like against priest, it was that was more irrelevant. Or like against the control decks, it's not nearly as big of a deal to get your quarter creepers out. It still is a big deal. It's just not the same as like you're playing a tempo matchup and the guy throws ten stats out on turn five or for free. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, the sort of counterpart nerf to this, the aggro, that was the aggro nerf. Here's the control nerf. The most played scum deck on ladder right now. Raza. Huge, right? Raza the chain. Yeah. Get fucking chained, Raza. So, (laughs) yeah. Corridor Creeper, big nerf to aggro. Raza the chain, big nerf to the priest deck that fucking sucks and I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Big nerf to the OTK. I was this explaining this to somebody who doesn't play Hearthstone oh was God. really enjoyable to me. <laughs> I was explaining this. I'm sure it was uh, a nightmare to them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I didn't even try to give them the the context they would need to really understand what I was saying. But it was just <laughs> delightful to me to be able to say like they took Raza down from you know hero power zero to hero power one mana. Now that's going to be huge. And let me tell you why. Oh God! <laughs> that's, you have to, that's like trying to—I don't know—explain like physics. A complicated—I mean, it's not like that at all. Actually, this game is so dumb. No, yeah, Hearthstone, like, a children's card game, is just like the physics. amount of legwork required. There is you just have to start at like the beginning of the game. Yeah, right. Explain it all the way through, and then finally get to this one combo. I definitely tried to explain all the way to my girlfriend Megan about patches, the patches nerf, <laughs> and more specifically, my patches joke. I'm I'm in play. Which uh, did, she, did she laugh after you explained it for ten minutes? I think she kind of looked at me and was like, "Okay, that's no, well, now I'm supposed to laugh." Um, so, and yeah. did she or did she pointedly not laugh? <laughs> um, yeah, I got her lolling hard. <laughs> no, so anyway, this, uh, in my opinion, does make Raza unplayable. Okay, so you're saying really unplayable now. Well, yes, but I don't think it makes Anduin unplayable. I guess it doesn't even make Raza unplayable. Like, people will probably still try the Raza Anduin. If you were going to play Anduin, why wouldn't you? This seems like fairly... You could play Anduin in a deck that has tons of duplicates, and I think it's still a pretty good deck. And it's better than having, like, just having that that reduction of one, you know, like, your hero power for, you know, dealing more hero power damage in those... Maybe there will be a different, more board-oriented style of deck that tries to get value out of the hero power instead of OTKing people. But like the version of this deck where you include only cycle and removal cards to draw towards your big combo at the end, I think is dead. Because really? you, you just can't do the combo at the end. Well, you can't do what? 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 What does it reduce well, the combo to? Like, say you had, say all of your other cards were, how many zero mana? Spells just priest out. I'm just like imagining the best possible hand you could have. Okay, so say you go uh, Anduin. Yeah. Seven mana, so you have three mana left. Then you play three zero cost spells. You will now do uh, 12 damage. Okay. As opposed to doing sometimes like 33 damage. So it's a crazy nerf. Wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Or, okay, say. Say (laughs) Say you restructure your deck so you run duplicates and you run two smites and a mind blast. 
so now you could go um, Anduin, and then you could play the zero. Nope, that doesn't work. So you play Anduin, and then you play the two three that reduces spells, and you do four damage with the smites. And yeah, there's just no way to do it anymore. That like is good. <laughs> is it still so? Nice. So what does the new priest control Anduin deck look like? Belen. Uh, I think you would remove that one. I think get it out, get it out. <laughs> I just, I think the singleton like control priest, it, it would have to be more like the dragon variant where you're like playing pretty strong minions. <gasps> so the dragonstone weapon <laughs> that <laughs> I opened uh, might finally see play. Probably not. People were fuck kind of me with it a little bit. What's that? I saw, I saw some people kind of messing with that a little bit. With the Dragonstone? Yeah, trying to just cast some spells and get some dragons. So you, you that's one, you have to you have to cast three spells in a turn to get one 5-5 five, five dragon? Yeah. There's a semi, <laughs> semi-decent deck that uses that card. Oh, really? But it was a deck that cycled towards the end of combo still. Damn. Um, okay, so taking all of these nerfs together, looking for that legendary analysis what happens to Hearthstone? Peace, priest. The end is coming! Beast Priest finally comes into its own. The Millhouse Mana Storm back in the meta for the first time. <laughs> it's the Millhouse Mana. God, there's gonna be, like, what if there was, like, a sort of spell treachery thing where you could somehow make it so that. When you play Millhouse Mana Storm, it makes it so your spells cost zero next turn. There should just be a two-mana spell that says, make your opponent play a Millhouse. (laughs) (laughs) A Millhouse house. (laughs) We'll build this deck. Like, this deck will happen. The Millhouse Mana Storm. We gotta, we gotta, like, create a list of cards that are for, um, oh my god, you know what, you know how Magic Cards has, like, unglued? We should do, like, Hearthstone, some unglued. Decode? Yeah. Decoded? Decoded? I don't know. What's the. People do make those custom expansions all the time on Reddit. There's like a community of people that just spend all their time making 140 cards that'll never actually exist. Yeah, and the people who make the joke ones, the the Hearthstone. Ben Brode. A four oh, man, yeah. a four <laughs> man also, loud voice. <laughs> <laughs> there are Hearthstone mods too where you can play. Cards that don't exist if you want. I would just love to say to those people, like, I know your computer has a spell check. Use it. (laughs) (laughs) But does Photoshop have a decent spell check? (laughs) That's a good point. Oh, how come there's not a card called spell check? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) There should be a mage secret called spell check. Oh, there should be, like, a snooty sorcerer character uh, card, like a (laughs) two-mana two-two that gives you, like, a counterspell. And when it comes into play, it goes, spell check. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Spell check, if you please. Okay, you're welcome, Blizzard. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome, custom card Hearthstone. Actually, you're not welcome. Oh, yeah, you're right. You have to pay us oh, $10,000 right. yeah, uh, every time you use that. So wait, um, you want this hot, legendary analysis of the new meta? Yes, basically. So this is, uh, can I give you dumb analysis? Then we'll go to smart analysis. So I'll give my dumb. And Tim and Bill, if you want to give your middling... Um, and then we'll go to case for the, for the true analysis. Mine is uh, good time to play uh, these hot warlock decks 
which oh, will yeah. be really good. Seems like also, Warlock never didn't get any there, so yeah, War, Warlock becoming Warlock moving closer to really hot position in the meta. Yeah, Warlock already has like three viable decks, right? Yeah. Right, and well, removing the competition. There are also OTKs for priests that don't involve Anduin that could potentially be good against Warlock. Case yeah. now is not the time. Keep <laughs> keep the other OTK ideas. We we don't have time. We can't reveal them yet. <laughs> We've been theory crafting in the dark. So taking all of the nerfs into consideration, wh- what do you think, Bill? What okay. is the meta going to look like? Well. Uh, I would say uh, these nerfs, I give them all five stars out of five. Um, I think they're all great nerfs. Good job, Blizzard. <laughs> Timely and effective. And let me also say that I think we're going to see a lot of the legendary rogue weapon in the upcoming meta. This is going to be a legendary weapon meta for sure. So all I know is that at the really low ranks, People are playing the one legendary card they have, <laughs> and then and then trying to make it work and whatever. So like, I'll see a lot of the rogue weapon deck, and then like Elise Starblazer, a lot, yeah. of, a lot of Ozrock, the five five that gets buffed. By yeah, all yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty soon, it's gonna all rotate, and then it'll be a real fun time. It's whispers of the old gods is gonna be the big rotation out, right? It's whispers. Is that it? No, no, no. It's Whispers, um, Mean Streets, and uh, Medivh one. Okay, Gadgetsan? Karazhan. Yeah, Karazhan. Not Kazakhstan. That's where it's from. One Crazy Night in Kazakhstan. Most of the cards are just power lifters. Yeah, really good, weirdly good Olympic team from Karazhan. All wrestling power lifters. Well, we can talk about the rotation then. Let's get. Uh, do we want uh, Tim's meta? Tim meta analysis. Meta analysis. You know we need what? the hot meta analysis. I Hold think. On. Let uh, me do the. Let me do the meta. Uh, oh, the meta thing. Yeah. The meta. <laughs> yeah, we're here talking about the meta. The meta. Um. Thank you, Bill. And uh, <laughs> predictions for the new meta. Um. It's. <laughs> yes, um, thank you, Bill. The meta will be changing. <laughs> I mean, it's just going to be... I mean, like, what... I mean, it was three broke-ass decks, right? It was... I mean, mostly. I mean, Agra Paladin, I guess, a little bit. But it was mostly just fucking some druid, some warlock, some priest, like, all the fucking time, right? Yep. And now they just eliminated priest. Mm-hmm. Mostly. Like, oh right. right, Jade Druid is still. Thing. Yeah, Jade Druid and and a lot of other combos of Druid are still like fucking around. Um, so I think maybe there's a, a couple of the other forms of Druid will will take place because it's still broke as hell to just ramp into an ultimate infestation, and then the rest of your deck can be a lot of random shit, you know? Yeah. Well, the thing is. Okay, it's, it's time for my hot legendary analysis. Legendary analysis. The end is coming! I think Tim is right. Like, the top three decks at the top of were... Uh, <laughs> the meta? Jade, Jade Druid, Warlock, uh, specifically, usually Q-Block, and um, Raza Priest. And they just... They were like a triangle, and all of them hard countered each other. Mm-hmm. Priest hard countered warlock, warlock hard countered druid, druid hard countered priest. So they just 
cut one of those pieces of the triangle off. Whoa! Rock, paper, rock, scissors. Paper, scissors. Yeah, it was rock, paper, scissors. Talking about hard counters. But rock I, is a really hard counter for scissors. And I've seen, I've actually been paying attention to the rock, paper, scissors meta. Scissors <laughs> is a pretty hard counter to paper. <laughs> I would say it But wins. they're nerfing they're nerfing scissors, did you hear? <laughs> no, I didn't hear. What are they doing? Yeah, yeah scissors is basically gonna rotate out. Paperclip scissors doesn't come out of your deck. <laughs> scissors. Um Yeah, I heard they're anyway. shaving down scissors. Okay, sorry. Uh so but the thing is so Priest just represents, in my opinion, burst OTK combo. Like, yeah. That's what beats Warlock's ass if it happens fast enough. And Priest it happens fast enough. And I don't know if there's a different control, not control, combo deck that does what Priest does quickly enough to beat Warlock consistently. Um, so, if that's the case, there are, like, Quest Mage is going to beat Warlock all the time, but it's going to lose to everything else all the time. It's going to lose to all aggro, it's going to lose to Druid. Um, actually, maybe it wouldn't always lose to Druid. Or, like, Quest Rogue will crush Warlock mm-hmm. most of the time, uh, but it's just going to lose to any remotely aggressive deck. Like, you know, a, a strong breeze will kill it if it happens early enough. Um, so there's just no decks that are, like, combo decks and hardy enough, in my opinion, to do what Priest did. So I don't really know. It could just be kind of like two months of Warlock, just sort of ruling the roost, and people play decks to specifically counter it, but they just get so smashed by the people that are grinding Agro Paladin that it's just kind of this new weird rock, paper, scissors, where instead of it being, like, a traditional one, where all the decks are countering it, there's... Decks countering Warlock, and then a bunch of decks countering the decks that counter the Warlock deck. Uh-huh. Um, and you're just kind of hoping to roll well into that. I mean, there's kind of no way to really balance the game in a different way, in my opinion, other than to have decks that counter each other. Mm-hmm. So there's always going to be an element of just sort of queuing up and hoping you hit the right deck. And then yeah, there's me, and I recently opened Gromash, so I'll be playing a Gromash warrior. My name is... But maybe it was like, I think change is just always good. Like, yeah. Even if they made a horrible change, it'd be make the game more fun for like a week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Trying to figure it yeah. out. Yeah. It's just like, if they would make changes like this, maybe just twice as often, I think the game would be 100% better. Like, if instead of nerfing things once in expansion, they nerfed it twice in expansion. Or just, yeah. maybe not even nerf. Like, like I said last time, like, introduce new cards or buff old cards. Weirdly make, like, yeah, Millhouse Manastorm way better. Yeah. Really? It's a 10-10. That makes all of would that you makes all of your spells kill you if they're in your hands. <laughs> <laughs> if you yeah, if you draw a spell, you insta die. All your spells become fireballs and hit you. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that idea of introducing uh, a couple of cards every now and then just to see, or like I don't know, maybe make the tavern brawl um, happen more often or more influential mm-hmm. or something like that. I don't know. They should they should do a tavern brawl. That is, like, you know, fill your hand with rock, and then fill your yeah. hand with scissors. And then Here's a question. Hand. Why not make, like, the most popular tavern brawls always available to play? Like, oh. this is an internet game. Ooh. Like, why not just have that as a constant possibility? Is that, like, beyond the server capacity? Well, is it that... makes it seem like their UI is some kind of, like, horrible, squeaky wheel that just barely turns, and they're just, like, kind of stringing it together as they go because like every change they make they make it sound like it's impossible like the the biggest thing they say about the reason they don't nerf things more is they can't just input a change from their end and then have it show up on your end without releasing like a two gigabyte patch right Uh um so like there's 
got to be a way to make that a thing they could do. But maybe it just involves them literally redesigning the entire game. I don't know. I will say that as a programmer, it sounds like some of these changes, if the game, you know, were programmed in a way that was like efficient, uh, wouldn't be that hard to institute. But as a programmer, I know that that never has ever happened <laughs> in the history of programming anything. Now, so I can't imagine that it is hell to make any changes. But you know, right now they release a huge, a huge two gigabyte patch halfway through every expansion cycle. That's their new thing. That's what they've done almost every expansion. Yeah. So say there's like there's generally twenty weeks between expansions, four months, about five weeks in each month. Or change it to 21 weeks. And if they just released it, if they just made a change every seven weeks, then there'd be two changes in every expansion. And I think people would be a lot happier. Yeah. Nice. Instead, it's a change every, like, you know, 11 weeks. Yeah. Which is mm. just like, it's just slightly too long. You know, like, I, haven't, I haven't played the game that much in the last four weeks because it's just kind of like, eh. But if there had been a change four weeks ago, I probably would have played it a lot, at least for the next, like, two to three weeks. All right, uh, something about the old Blizzard games or older Blizzard games were that they had built in were map making tools or game making tools, um, mm. which is sort of interesting. World of Warcraft never had that, and a couple and like Diablo never had that, but like StarCraft, Warcraft, they had map making yeah, tools. Yeah, good. Custom modes would be so fun. Like if you could play a custom and tavern brawls. Yeah. 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 You can only play patches. <laughs> so you just like when you play your patches. You have seven patches. Yeah, it just it, it's just seven patches. There, there have been tavern brawls that have been that, where it's like oh, yeah, you pick one are. or two cards to be your whole deck, and then people are just like, "Oh, I pick patches," and then it would just. <laughs> well, and here's the like, why don't they have like a limited format? Say they had a format where it was like. Okay, there's our standard format, and then there's limited, where only these expansions are in play. And some of them are like, say they put like Goblins and Gnomes with Frozen Throne and something else that's in Wild. It's like, okay, now you have a whole new mode with a whole different meta. Oh, interesting. Cards that are already in your system. Yeah. But they like, they so rarely iterate on their own game in any interesting way. Mm-hmm. Or like, everybody has been asking for a tournament mode, and this game's three years old, like, which is so, it seems like it should be so basic, like just a a mode designed for people to play the format that's actually the World Championship format against each other. Yeah. Like, say you choose three decks, and you know you're going to be playing a much longer game, but that's mm. what you signed up for. Yeah. That's like, you know, and again, I do play tennis. So that, <laughs> Again. That is... <laughs> we just want to remind uh, listeners, Bill plays tennis. I play tennis, and I like it. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, in tennis, you're allowed to play tennis the way that the pros do. Yeah. No, no. There should be a mode where you have four decks. Uh-uh. You queue up four decks, and you're going to play someone else who also queued up four decks. They show you the deck list for all four decks, and you ban one. Yeah. Like, the fact that that's not in the game is crazy to me, because that's what they're asking people to watch when they're like, watch our world championship, okay. except it's five decks. You've got to get case. Lay down I got the solutions, Ben Road. <laughs> and honestly, satin shirts. we need to nerf overhand serves. Yeah. <laughs> overhand serves are fucking broken, Bill. People are sick of watching them in tennis. Oh. <laughs> overhand serves. It seems like yeah. everybody's overhand serving. We need to take yeah, that out of the meta. That's true. That is, that is prevalent. It's, yeah, that's why it's been a, uh, a, a Nadal-Federer meta the last... <laughs> 15 years. When are they going to rotate out? 
Yeah, yeah when is Federer rotating out? Forehand rotate out. <laughs> do you no, when is do you guys Federer. do you remember when Andre Agassi rotated out? <laughs> I do. God. I yeah, and that's that. the moment I switched to Schick. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys remember when racism God. rotated out? <laughs> when who did racism? Oh, oh man, I think everything they keep yeah. saying that's gonna rotate out. <laughs> they keep saying it, <laughs> dude. Nerf racism. It's too. Strong. Can we nerf yeah. racism? Please? Yeah, it turned out to be really strong in the 2016 meta. <laughs> <laughs> it was so strong like 200 years ago, and it's still fucking just wreaking havoc on the fabric of our society. Okay, so now. Uh, Looking at our sort of list of topics. Oh, our R up. Oh, yeah, we gave our tight 10 minute take on the nerves. On the nerves. <laughs> we spent literally an hour talking about <laughs> the nerves. I feel like we really conquered them and talked about them. Like, that was the biggest thing that I want to talk about. Yeah. All right, let's. Now we're going to burn through this. All right, now we've got some fucking topics that I don't give a fuck about. If you care about this, I hope we spend zero seconds on your favorite topic. Yeah, Ranked play changes. And we're talking to you, Tice. We're, we're fucking looking you straight in the eyes, Tice. Ranked play changes. Yeah, Tice, honestly, dude, you're done because of us. <laughs> and Crip and Value Town. You're also shredded. Firebat, get fucked. Uh, the rank play changes to me, this is like getting um, a letter from the financial company that manages your 401k from a job you had three years ago. <laughs> Who the fuck cares? Ranked play changes. Oh, Ben Broad's got to do an announcement. You're gonna get four stars rather than five stars from now on. I don't. I I, I listened to that and I literally I fell asleep. <laughs> I actually agree that unless you're trying to hit legend or you particularly care about facing decks, facing players that are like more equally matched up against you as to how many cards they have and how much experience they have, like it doesn't matter really much because your experience is like a mid-range player, oh my God. A, a medium input player, like someone who's, who plays the game fairly often but not constantly. Yeah. It's not going to make that much of a change when you queue up because you don't ultimately care that much about your rank because the rewards in this game are so meaningless. Yeah, they really are. And I, I, I kept expecting them to sort of like exponentially rise when I really tried hard. <laughs> I was like, oh, if I just get, you know, past rank 10 then the rewards will, will truly be commensurate with the hours I put in. But it's not. No. You just get a golden fungal mancer. <laughs> well, okay, the real change you got is you go from like 100 dust to 200 dust to 400 dust. But every pack you open is 100 dust if you dust all the cards in it, on average. No, 40. 40 oh, dust. 40, right. Yeah. So every, well, okay, so yeah, if you get an epic, then I think it bumps up to like 100 dust. Right. So anyway, it's like you're essentially at the end of the rank season, you get the difference between two packs and six packs worth of dust, which just isn't for how many, how much time it takes to climb is nothing. Yeah. And like compared to daily quests is nothing. It's like, it's just not a good reward or it doesn't, it, it certainly doesn't feel satisfying. Yeah. Fuck all that noise. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why they introduced the pack lottery. Woo! <laughs> Oh, well, I will say one thing, though, real quick. Yeah. Uh, it does make a big difference for people who grind a legend and for new players. So, like, for new players, the experience is going to be much better because you're not going to be queuing into as many people that have every fucking card Yes, ever. actually, that is pretty sweet. Oh, so, actually, we should say, the changes were, uh, from now on, at the end of the current season, you don't 
fall back as far. You only fall back four ranks. Mm -hmm. So if you can manage to climb more than four ranks, you'll start the season higher than you did last season. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Also, you only have to win five ranked games to get the card back. So if you're a card back collector... You barely have to play the game. Everybody wins. You don't have also, to start. Also, if you're a card back collector... <laughs> You, you gotta think about your life a little bit. <laughs> Start sort of <laughs> reading some newspapers, maybe, or just like look at uh, look around a little bit. If the reason you play Hearthstone is to play it as little as possible, I would recommend <laughs> quitting it. <Yeah. laughs> In fact, um, I, anyone listening, I would recommend quitting Hearthstone. Yeah, that's true. We're all uh, trying to quit. Unfortunately, is, we just need a few more rewards and then. <laughs> I did quit for six months. Six of the happiest. And I said, Phil, don't you want to play just a little bit? There's just said, this little no. dungeon run you have to play. And that, <laughs> and, and that is what got me back in. So good job, Hearthstone. The dungeons runs were fun. I am the Candle King now, you Woo! guys. So right now, <laughs> the season end rewards, I think yes. we can agree, it's somewhere between like two and whatever, maybe eight packs worth of dust. Probably less than that, I think, though. Yeah. So, like, what amount of packs or what kind of reward would be satisfying to get? In my opinion, it's like they seem to have these benchmarks now when you go at five ranks, like yeah. 20, 15, 10. Right. If they just gave you a pack every time you hit a certain marker, I think people would be into it. Yeah. Even though they technically wouldn't be giving away anything more, they might be giving away less. Uh, but, like, I think if you got that immediate reward when you, like, hit a certain threshold, it would make just the feeling of advancing through the ranks a hundred times better. Wow, that's a cool idea. Well, wow. it, if it was comparable to other games, how the, 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 yeah. the feeling of progression that you get when playing something like a single-player PlayStation 4 game, yes. like a Dark Souls or something like that, <laughs> is pretty tangible. Whereas in this... Just that feeling of disconnect from the amount of work I felt that I put in by, like, grinding levels and playing a deck I didn't really want to fucking play. It was actually kind of boring, and I was playing against the same opponents. Having the rewards feel as though they could change your experience of the game a little bit. They give you enough dust mm. to craft a legendary that you didn't have. Th these guys are still going to be motivated by the same things that any other business is going to be. Yeah. Well, Shouldn't they... D does that cut into their profits, you know, for them to give me too much dust for I me to... Because I feel like I'm going to be playing fucking enough and, buy, you know, like... I'm asking the heroin dealer to hook me better on his heroin. I think he just needs to give you different increments of heroin. Like, <laughs> he just needs to not give you all the heroin at once at the end of the month. He gives you, like, a little bit of heroin throughout the month. You know, I was going to say if the heroin uh, seller or the heroin dealer could make the injection of the heroin less painful, um, you know, the grind. But that is kind of what this... Change does the, the, the change that they do it does make the grind a little bit less grindy. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I, again, I just think it's like this is good. If they could make the rewards better, it would be so much better. Mm. And again, if they could just like if they introduced like a new card you got for hitting a certain rank, they would both be introducing a change in content at the end of the month, like a new card, and a huge incentive to hit a certain rank. But they just seem really obsessed with giving you. Things that you don't care about at the end of the month. 
I, I guess also though they do do things, certain things really well. It's still fake shit for them. Like I think they did dun- sure. Dungeon Run is great so far. Yeah. But the community's response on some level was still like, this is good, but now they're just going to abandon it. Like, yeah. There's going to be no support for Dungeon Run. Also, <laughs> I saw... <laughs> Nerf Dungeon Run. Nerf Dungeon Run. <laughs> we all think saw... they're too fun. Nerf them. <laughs> <laughs> what if they just made that experience worse? I wish that that sort of like malevolent AI existed. We're including was... one shatter in every pick. No. no. My man. deck is half shatters! You know, they have... But it works great because I have also 16 Frostbolt. blizzards. Yeah. Did you guys ever Frostbolt. see the Hearthstone video? There was like the Frozen Throne announcement with Ben Brode and the other game designer. And Ben Brode's like this charismatic, friendly looking guy with a beard. And the other guy's like this needle-eyed, like, shrunken-faced weirdo that they slowly morph into um, the oh, Lich yeah. King yeah, over yeah, the course I, I of the video. That, yeah. I think they should have, like, Ben Bro do all the happy announcements and then have, like, the other guy just occasionally, like, show up in a video being like, we're not going to take it. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> that is so funny. And then he's just, like, counting money. And he's like, this is your money, and we took it. <laughs> Why is that guy, is that guy the guy who came up with the initial idea? I think he's the lead game designer. But. He he gets treated like he's like the king of Hearthstone. So basically, Arthas is going into a cave with Jaina. Now this is interesting because it's kind of crazy. And oh my gosh, I'm having so much fun just playing the game. <laughs> that sounds like a porn, honestly. Arthas going into a cave with Jaina. I, I mean, want to see a porn where Ben Brode fucks Jaina. <laughs> Damn, I'm sure there's like a little porn out there of like Ben Brode's Whoa. face, like, and then it says like the community on whoever he's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Rule 34 on Ben Brode. Yeah, exactly. Oh, type it in, Andy. Let's look. Just really quick, I will just really quick just I'm check just to see <laughs> Ben Brode. I'm just gonna go Do you Ben type Brode. In Rule 34 or Ben Brode porn. I'm ben Brode. Okay. Wait, is that how you spell his name? Ben Brode. Okay, while you check, porn. let me just recap real quick. The changes to ranked play are. You fall back four ranks at the end of the season, and it, there are five stars in every uh, rank climb at every level from now on. And there's one more, right? Uh, um, oh, you only have to win five games to get the reward. I guess the changes are elegant in the sense that they're really small, so they're not going to like upset the player experience. But neither would changing the reward system, because that wouldn't mm-hmm. change how people are interacting with climbing. It would just change how much enjoyment out of it. Yeah, I do think that they're good. But I do think, again, I just think changes are good. Like, yeah, great. Keep making changes. Make them more often, please. Okay, um, here's what I found. When you search the board? Yeah. Um, did okay, you find what's, it? What did you find? What's, what's the Warlock um, hero portrait that they released recently that's like... The, Memzy? The, yeah, the gnome person. You gotta do a fireside, which I'm not doing because I'm not talking to other people. Uh, okay, yeah, it's Ben Brode is... Oh, no, it does exist! <laughs> <laughs> is that what is that what you guys are looking at? I'm I just looked at the image results for Ben Brode porn. Yeah. And, uh, it's... there's a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> it's him laughing in the background, and... Oh. Yeah. There's a pretty Wolf. disturbing Photoshop of him on, like, a live... Body. <laughs> There's also 
<laughs> well, purify was an inside job. Purify is a meme. Was a meme. But I'm also thinking this is the the one that really drew my attention was a drawing of Nemzi with a, a naked with her legs spread with a bunch of dicks coming at her. Ben Brode's head is in the background going ha 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 ha, yes. and she's going burp. Hiya, friends. Thanks for coming, spelled like jizzing, to my fireside gathering. And there is jizz coming out of her. And the, her, she was anatomically animated in a way that was clearly given more thought than you'd care to think about. Wow. So that's, uh, let's just like jump to like the next. <laughs> Go like, ahead and uh, click the link. Click the link that I sent you guys. You oh, said you sent us a link. Tim said us. Well, we should probably describe this picture too. Trigger all. Cum. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's a it's a magic card called drunk. Costs two. <laughs> it costs two mana. Oh, colorless. colorless. And the text is trigger all cum minions. <laughs> <laughs> and it is an image of what appears to be a naked woman at a party, party? She's with. Wet. She's like Not just wet, like vaginally wet, just like actually. And yeah. now, is it an instant, a sorcery, a creature, an artifact? It's a, it's a power up. Oh, okay. <laughs> really, a thing. Which right? I don't even know what that is. In uh, it, there is no magic. such thing. Hey, you know this is a pretty good transition into it. What's the sexiest magic card? Oh I mean, yeah. Oh, good question. Now uh, let's jump. Yeah, guys. What's this I, called? This is called "What Is the Sexiest Cards." <laughs> what is the sexiest cards? Guys, I've wanted to ask you guys for a long time. I've wanted to ask you guys this question. What is the sexiest card? Bark skin? <laughs> no, fuck you, Bill. You know that there's actual answers to this question. Manatide totem? Fuck off. That is not true. Because in Hearthstone, unlike games like Magic, where there's this emphasis on gender equality and shit like that. They just still have, like, busty ladies. They do, they do, but like, there's like a bunch of like, you know, sorceresses who are like normal women, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, pl- the plus size models of <laughs> fantasy card gaming. They're just normal people, basically. Yeah. In Hearthstone, there's a lot of little dwarf ladies with <laughs> really big personalities. <laughs> Nemzi does have a pretty big personality. Well, <laughs> Nemzi is one of the least offensive I've found. I don't even know if you can see her breasts in Actually, the... Actually, Google her really quick. I, I, there's a good chance she has cleavage. All right, yeah. let's see Nemzi. Nemzi, Nemzi... Oh, she doesn't. Good for Well, me. oh, she does have a, a breastplate that basically separates her boobs. Oh, uh, okay. She, yeah, still, right. ha- she yeah. still has highly identifiable breasts. And- more creepily, she looks like a child. Oh, and and her voice acting clearly indicates that she's a child. Oh. She goes like, mm, I know little necromancer or something like that. <laughs> oh, you're right. She comes in and she's like, you want to play? Oh, that's super creepy. Yeah. The most obvious examples, I feel, of Hearthstone's like sexy little dwarf woman thing is the mage card uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh yeah. Who is who has very like she is she's a busty little sorcerer's apprentice. <laughs> like she's Wait, a sorcerer's Google, apprentice. Google, uh, Maya. Does she also have like crazy boobs? Maya Hearthstone, I guess. Maya. Uh 
Maiev, oh, Maiev is sort of covering her breasts with her arm, though, so I you can't really see. I think the only female character, hero character, that doesn't have, yeah. like, noticeable cleavage in her portrait. Oh my god, um, so, the ro- rogue, uh, all cleavage. rogue is like, and, and you can't see in the hero portrait that her lower half is like a thong. Oh, it is? Yeah, yeah. If you see like the full thing, let's see, Rogue Hearthstone. She's like her lower half. Wait, there's like her lower legs. Half her legs portions. are visible. Oh, for sure. Like, like, look, look, look at this. You can see. Oh, you're right. She's wearing an assassin's thong. <laughs> the full ass cheek is visible. Well, her skin makes so little noise when it rubs against the healing she's taking. So she's, you know, always in the rafters. She has any wind resistance against her ass cheeks. Then. But the main question here is, what is the sexiest card? Wind, Fury, Harpy. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, it depends on what you're into. You know, the, the warrior hero is kind of like a, a, like a, a sexy Sylvester man. Stallone type. Yeah, but you're, it's like, you're never, the He's female awesome. demographic is never going to be as turned on by, like, shirtless animated, no, I might be making assumptions. Orcs. I'm just saying, like, I don't think, if you're trying to sexually appeal to a female demographic, you're not going to do as well by, like, having a muscly dude as your hero portrait. But the warrior muscly dude is sort of like an older, sort of like... Wiser. Wiser. Bill, you are currently, let me just clarify, you are saying that the orc who is the... Gromash. No, not Gromash. No, it is Gromash, right? Gromash Hellscream? Yeah, I think... No, no, that's the... Is it? No, Grobash is the charge guy. Yeah, it's the Well, but wait, what is Garrosh. the Garrosh. No, I mean, <laughs> clearly the druid, clearly the druid guy, in my opinion, is the sexier guy. Really? No, he's like a weird bearded old man. No. Is there, okay, wait, is there a card that says like, I've been thinking about what you said at brunch last Saturday. <laughs> Anduin. Oh, okay. And Anduin is the sensitive if you want to fuck sensitively, so like if you were appealing to a teenage girl demographic, you'd need like sensitive slash varied male cards with elaborate back. Not even elaborate backstories, but backstories. backstories. But like, for, but like Jaina's got cleavage. Jaina right? has insane <laughs> cleavage, and she has like '90s belly cleavage. Her vest that she wears has her belly exposed to show that she has like a f- nice flat belly <laughs> mistress of pain but those don't bother me like sorcerer's apprentice gnome Feratu. look up gnome Feratu if you want to like get a sense of how perverted I think it's because the gnomes are cl- they're, they're clearly drawing analogs to like children like you just can't it's not because they're short it's like even the way they talk mm-hmm like Nemzi says childish things when she's en- when she enters, but she's still sexualized. I hate to burst your bubble, but Sorceress Apprentice is wearing a thick ass robe, and there ain't no cleavage there. Oh, no so cleavage on Sorceress Apprentice. You're just no. fetishizing her in your own horrifying. Life. No, Sorcerer's oh Apprentice. yeah, reduce my I'm mana cost, baby. <laughs> Wait, oh shit! When I looked up Sorceress Apprentice, all I get is the Disney results. I'm gonna tell you, I'm looking up Sorceress Apprentice Hearthstone here. Oh, god damn. Okay, so she doesn't have, like, obvious cleavage, but her breasts are very <laughs> prominent. Andy. She is a sexualized 
She is obviously sexualized. Andy's roommate Odie is just staring at him confused because he talks about this. <laughs> I will say this though about this whole subject is I think a certain amount of like fetishizing and fantasy is kind of unavoidable. Like yeah, whatever elaborate or orcish fantasy kind of stuff. Like they're the the demographic they're appealing to is interested in sort of like these weird physically prominent beings with sort of crazily accentuated features. Because that's what's striking. But there's like a limit because in Hearthstone, all of the women are on one side of it. It's like they're all busty, sexy, bikini people. Whereas the guys, it's like they're the ripped dudes and like the sensitive dudes and the old men in robes. This belongs like, in a museum. Yeah, there's like different types. Whereas like the, the females in Hearthstone are just all, you know, He's an archaeologist. busty cards. <laughs> but then this comes back to the question. What do you guys think is the sexiest card? Bone Mare. <laughs> Fuck off, Case. Really? He's, bone all, he's all bone, dude. Bone Mare is yeah, sexy dude, because bone. he bones. Oh, yeah. But Tim really thinks Mistress of Pain. Complete with audio sound effect. Now, Mistress of Pain, I would agree with you, in certain ways is very sexy, but her eyes are terrifying. Exactly. <laughs> Tim, what's the audio? I think she goes... The sexiest part to me, because I thought it was a guy for a long time, and then when I realized it was a lady, I was like, wait a minute, it's a hot lady. Uh, cleric. No, the 1-3. Oh. The 1-3 priest card. What's it called? Dangerous oh, Fork. Um, <laughs> dangerous Fork. Cle- uh, Something priest. Yeah. You know, the 1-3 that's a card. in every priest right. card ever. Right, 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 right. right. It draws card. you a card. Deadly Fork. That's another one of those, whenever I saw this... I thought that she was like pressing her hands to her face <laughs> and going like, oh, I thought like, it was a guy with a mustache. <laughs> I added a mustache. Didn't wait, I? what What card? Uh, no shark player. No shark player. Oh, sorcerer or um, secret, secret keeper, keeper is got a, she's showing a lot of butt. Yeah. There, secret, like a lot of these are kind of very insane. sexy. Secret keeper is another BDSM fantasy girl. <laughs> Dang. Another another BDSM fantasy card. Okay, so our hottest card so far, Bone Bear, Secret Keeper, Northside. <laughs> our hottest card, Bone Bear. Honestly, Corridor Creeper looks like it wants to suck your fucking dick, and that its whole body was yeah. built for it's that. All sucked. Four dudes talking about a children's card game's breasts. <laughs> they are doing it to us by making all of their cards. The so damn hot. Yeah. Okay, uh, real quick, well, we're going to cover... The Hearthstone World Championship. Yeah, case who won the Hearthstone? Oh World yeah, Hearthstone World Championship. Hot coverage sure. of that. Tom six zero seven eight five five three one. Because he's the greatest player on earth. Wow! Uh, it blew my mind that somebody won something for millions of dollars, and their name has numbers in it. Oh, it's Tom six zero two two nine. We like live in the damn future now. Yeah. That, well, that's not his real name, Bill. I know, but it may as well be. I don't know. Right, right. If Roger Federer could add like sixty nine, sixty nine to his name when he played tennis, I'm sure he would. I will say though, the experience of watching the World Championship, especially if you've done their little pick a champion thing, is a lot, a lot more like gambling than watching a skill match. Because I mean, there is a lot of skill to Hearthstone, but again, you're dealing with a differential between like a fifty percent win chance and a sixty percent win chance. So like, right. you're still kind of just hoping for the best, even if you know the guy's the best player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just drafted an arena deck that I thought was awesome. That had the 8-8 that gives you cool cards. Huh? Uh, what is that guy? 
Oh, the Lich King? Yeah, Lich King. I had Lich King. That's great. Alex Straza. I had had Dragonfire Potion. Nice. I went four and three. I never once in a single one of those seven games drew Dragonfire Potion, the Lich King, or Alex Straza. (laughs) So, like, I don't know. The luck factor is insane. This this is a bit I really wanted to do. Okay. <laughs> was uh, the questions that I wrote down that were going through my head while I was playing Arena. Arena questions. Well, I assume when we're all playing Arena, certain questions are going through our heads. And I want to know like kind of how universally are. And also, do you just have an answer for this? Okay. So, usually like, so my first <laughs> question in Arena is, how the fuck... Is Deck of Wonders working for this guy right now? <laughs> How is it possible that the I Deck of Wonders it. is producing positive results because he fucking hexed my sated Threshodon and he had a bunch of minions out there. He hexed my sated Threshodon in Arena using Deck of Wonders. As a mage. Fuck with your cup, dude. <laughs> Okay, so there's the answer to your first question. The rest of the answers are going to be similar. Here's here's one of my questions. Will I yeah. ever get back the board? The answer is no. <laughs> Although, back on the Deck of Wonders one, not to immediately backtrack. But right, Deck of Wonders. People play that against you and you're like, it's not like they're trying to fuck with you. It's like, oh, well, they that was what they had to draft because it was the best thing they were offered. But in constructed, you, people only play that against you when they're playing a deck specifically designed to fuck with you. <laughs> so when it high rolls, like it actually works, you're like, you know that they're just fucking getting off on the other side. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Deck of Wonders. Yeah, just some like slimy newt man on the other side yeah. of the computer. Like, so Deck yes. of Wonders might be the sexiest card. <laughs> it is shocking when that deck works against you because there are so many fucking spells it could be. Well, it's Yogg in a tons of, ton of small circumstances. Right, right. There are so many spells, right? It's all random. How do, How is it possible that they're playing the spell that only works when you, like, have more than two minions and does, like... Well, to put on my little legendary player cap for a second... The end is coming! I mean, it, it's mostly, the, the real reason it's probably positive most of the time is there's only a certain number of spells that are target spells. Right. There's only a certain number of spells that are target spells that don't target your minions. And there's only a certain number of what? There's just only a certain number of spells that are actually a random spell that will negatively impact your own board. Uh, so, like, the percentage of it being a spell that will benefit you is actually higher than the percentage that it'll be a spell that'll fuck you. But there's still a high percentage chance that it'll be a spell that'll fuck you. So Cataclysm. Yeah, like, there's a chance it'll be Cataclysm, there's a chance it'll be, you know, whatever, Twisted Nether on your board that's already full. There's a chance it'll Pyroblast your own face. The classic example, <laughs> every time it draws a random fireball, it's still a 50-50 if it's going to fuck you or the other guy, but a lot of the time. or And I'd say most of the time, it's, you know, there's a lot of times it'll just be a secret, or Arcane Intellect, or Ultimate Infestation. Or draw cards. And a secret yeah. is basically always good. Yeah, a secret can't be bad for you unless it... I don't, even, I don't know how it could be. Freaking, uh... Uh, card bill for proof. Yeah, uh, eight or eight. You know, summon a. What are you saying, Bill? Summon a dang eight mana <laughs> thing. What's the? 
Yeah, that, gonna... that secret that summons an eight. I summon a thing. day. You sound like, like a you know that secret that summons an eight. Kids. <laughs> it's not a secret. It's a spell. You have kids in your dang card game. What's this <laughs> called? No, I know what you mean. You're you're talking about. Um... I think it's called illiteracy. No, no, you're, you're just talking about the spell. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like pop out of wax or something. What do you mean glacial? <laughs> Glacial no, secrets no, or whatever? No, no. Eight mana secrets. No, not as secret. No, no. He's talking about the priest. Oh, the oh, priest. Yes, yeah. It like you were talking about a goddamn secret. <laughs> See? I was so close. Pop out of wax. <laughs> Pop out of wax. <laughs> <laughs> it's free from amber. Yeah. And he hit us with some more hot. Okay, here's another question that I had while playing uh, 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 Arena. Arena. He has another Tyrion? <laughs> he has another Tyrion. How does this guy have, without generating anything, how does he have two Tyrions? Did you really how, play a guy that had two Tyrions? I had played a guy that had two natural Tyrions. He didn't get them. He didn't generate them. He had them in his deck. He selected through draft two Tyrions. So that's another thing. <laughs> These are a lot of questions. You yeah, also, here's another question. Can team. I draw my fucking weapon? <laughs> that Please, can I draw my goddamn weapon? How have I not drawn it yet? Is a question that I asked well, myself. How many weapons did you have? I had three weapons. <laughs> I had three weapons, and one of them was Vine Cleaver. If I could draw a Vine Cleaver, amazing. If I can draw any, uh, I had two Rallying Blades and a Vine Cleaver. I mean, I, I might know why. Fuck, I you <laughs> here's here's another here's a, one of my arena questions. Oh, he's actually playing Evolve Shaman. <laughs> <laughs> that Holy... actually used to happen all the time. You'd be like, he's really playing Agro Shaman. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. go like Tunnel yeah. Dragon to Totem Golem. Oh, this is actually constructed. Well, when they actually can evolve shit, you're like, no, you're not allowed to do that in arena. Oh, doppelgangster evolve happening in arena. Is well, so doppelgangster impressive. evolve or that fucking evolve. The, the new evolve yeah. thing where you unstable evolution is really good Un in arena. Stable so evolution is insane. Yeah. Would you rather get like a little cut on your penis or have someone play <laughs> doppelgangster evolve? <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure, a little cut on my penis. I can handle that. Is it towards the base? No question. Uh, it's not on the tip. Then I'll take a <laughs> bunch of cuts. <laughs> wow. How deep are they? They're, they're not damaging. Yeah, they're like light paper cuts. I'll take a bunch on the base of my penis. Maybe if you jerk off to Maybe. that Nancy picture later, it'll yeah. probably hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, well, now I'm going to have to because I didn't know how sexy she was up close. I'm going to Google up close Nemzi and oh, just God, get no find some weird stuff. Look, and let's not answer it. Yeah. Let's no, just not. leave it. But I do want... That's a real glacial mystery. <laughs> Fucking glacial mysteries. Jesus. I Do you think that they print those mage cards sometimes to fuck the random... The yes. people who go too hard on the random shit? Mm -hmm. When has glacial mysteries ever been used for any... It will never be good. Purpose? It's what, not good. What's the, what's the card? Bill, Jesus. It's an eight mana. Put one of every secret you have in your deck oh. into play. So if you have every mage secret, I could imagine that being okay. Well, no, it's then you have a deck full of awful secrets, and still you're putting in five secrets into play, maybe, probably four a lot of the time. It's For untrained. eight mana. For eight mana, which is only like four mana of value, you're cheating out four mana for eight mana. So it bad. truly is an insanely bad card. 
really bad. If there were like six really good made secrets that were auto plays, like they just made a deck of Blizzard just for some reason goes insane. They release only secrets that like affect the board immediately. Play secret summon a five five. Yes, then glacial histories will be played. But until that happens, it will never be played. It is insanely bad, and, and, and it is one of those things where I'm like, is it simply my perception, or is it actually true that I see Glacial Mysteries <laughs> so much more often than, say, a Cabal's Tome, which is also a thing that potentially could completely fuck you if you just need a playable mage spell. Oh, in Arena, you see a lot of Glacial Mysteries? I feel like it's any random thing, any random mage spell generates a weirdly high number of shatters and glacial mysteries. <laughs> and for every time that you feel insanely validated because you got off your first babbling book a meteor and you're like, well, haha, now I'm going to wreck you. <laughs> it feels as though I get Andy literally levitated off his seat a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> when I get a fucking meteor <laughs> off of a babbling book, I loosen up inside. I feel so good. He shits his pants. I loosen my bowels, and a bunch, a load of steaming turds drop into my pants. And that is and the I... podcast, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Bone Stone, the Stone Bone Podcast. I have been Andy Bulldog to my left. Uh, Melkarok, Case Blackwell. <laughs> and that's right, it's Magic the Gathering Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, see you guys. Bye, you guys. <laughs> <laughs>